Section 18 of the American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 14, April 6, 1881. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Paul Harvey. The American Bee Journal, Volume 17, Number 14, April 6, 1881, by various. Selections from our letterbox, Part 3. Loss in cellars, etc. I put 95 colonies in the cellar on November 15th. I took them out yesterday, which was the first day they could fly with safety since about the 1st of last November. Loss 4. One probably queenless when put in, and three starved. A few are weak, but most of them are in good condition. This has been a very hard winter on bees that were not properly cared for. Those left out are nearly all dead, as far as heard from. A good many have died in cellars and special repositories, for want of a knowledge of the proper conditions for success. I like the journal very much. J. E. Hunter, Wyoming, Iowa, March 25th. 1881. Blasted Hopes. For the first time, I enroll myself in the army of blasted hopes. My 150 colonies of bees are all but one among the things that were. I had no honey from them last season, or at least none but what I fed back in the fall, and a good many were entirely destitute, so that I broke them up. Some had a little honey, and I gave that to those that had a little more, and still had 150 left. Winter set in early, about the middle of November, before I had packed any of them. I waited for milder weather so that I could pack them, but that did not come until the 6th of March. Never a day did my bees have a fly until then. And then I had but one colony fly and I hoped they would come through all right in my double hives, but they did not. Most of them had plenty of honey. All of those having honey had brood, and some of them young bees. Such had soiled the combs. The one that is alive is strong and has plenty of brood. I thought that bees did not commence to raise brood until a warm spell, but it seems I was mistaken. I have heretofore boxed up a part and left a part unprotected, and have had success with both. I think I should have done better to have boxed them up this year. I have now a lot of empty hives and a great plenty of nice combs. I shall not need any foundation nor bee supplies this year, but need bees to cover my combs. In the Bee Journal for March 9th, Mr. Doolittle's article on bee moths contains an error. A year or two ago, I was at a friend's in Allegan County, in this state, in September, and he told me that the moths were killing all of his bees. I then thought, like Mr. D, that they did not hurt good colonies. He said they did, and showed me swarms with new white combs, the queen and brood all right, but the sides of the hives were white with moth cocoons. They were all black bees. 
I do not think they would have troubled Italians. I like the weekly bee journal very much, but do not know that it will be of much value to me now. The cause of the death of my bees was, I think, the long steady cold, with no flight, and not the extreme cold, but why did one of them live through all right? It was just like the rest in the fall. A. C. Bulch, Kalamazoo, Michigan, March 12, 1881. The Outlook Encouraging The loss in wintering has been very heavy in this county during the past cold winter. In one apiary near me, in Langstroth Hives, only five are now alive out of 100 last October. My home apiary of 175 colonies last October, mostly in closed-end Quinby frame hives, wintered on summer stands, packed with fine straw and chaff, now numbers only 115. The loss has been much the heaviest in opened-end frames, especially so in metal corner frames. Out of 78 in such frame hives, only two colonies are left. Last year was the poorest season I have had in 12 years. I had but one natural swarm during the season. White clover was a failure. There is but little basswood near here. By feeding, I kept my bees in good condition for the fall harvest. Smartweed furnished a very little. Spanish needle, the best honey plant in this section, was a total failure. This is the second year in 12 that it has failed. I had one apiary near the Illinois River, which contained 120 colonies last spring in Quinby hives. The early part of the season was poor, but I had during the season 21 natural swarms and over 3,000 pounds of section honey for sale, with a surplus of 3,000 pounds in brood frames, more than enough to winter them, which I brought to my home apiary. The above harvest was wholly from smart weed, which was growing on overflow land near the Mississippi and Illinois rivers. The loss in this apiary will not exceed 10 from all causes. All are strong and booming. The soft maples are now in bloom. Every fair day the bees are carrying in pollen and a very little honey. The elm will soon be in bloom, furnishing an abundance of pollen for rapid queen rearing. With favorable weather, I expect a spring harvest from the willow privet bush and red haw. The honey from these is very light-colored and of excellent quality. Your hopeful outlook for the coming season is very cheering. The weekly is both a pleasure and a necessity with me. A.T. Williams, St. Charles, Missouri, March 24, 1881. End of section 18. Recording by Paul Harvey.